Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. Today I'm joined with Tommy Woodard and Ed James, who are actors, comedians, and known to many as the Skit Guys. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone, to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I'm glad to have you listen if you're a longtime listener. As always, thanks for joining and tuning in to another new episode. If you're a first-time guest, welcome aboard as well. You're in for a fun one today, pun intended, as, we're, as I'm speaking with some comedians um, who are also actors and have produced the first film as well called Family Camp, which is, a, is coming out in May. Um, but they're also known as the Skit Guys. So Tommy and Ed, we discuss the integration of faith and comedy and kind of the ins and outs of how that has been um, depicted or portrayed over the years and looking kind of historically um, and when they first got involved and kind of their experiences and background in that working together now for um, over 30 years. And then we just see how God's story, how God's heart is communicated through laughter, through film, and how those moments are exemplified in the movie, uh, but also in all their skits that they do as well. So excited to share this this conversation with you and would encourage you to, to watch the movie and watch some of their content as well. They are also pastors and you know serve in the local church and so really have a heart for ministering to, to people and just sharing the love of Christ to many. Well, thanks, and let's turn on over to my conversation with Tommy and Ed. So gentlemen, thank you for, for joining me and the, the guys like us tribe here. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, we're honored. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And so I know we're kind of fresh and getting, getting, getting revved up and excited for the launch of the, uh, the new, the, actually your first and the, the new movie, Family Camp as well. So first want to congratulate you guys for the, this, this film and just uh, we'll be, we're recording in April, but it'll be out in theaters come, come May. How has it been yes. kind of in this, this, this lead up and kind of uh, getting the, the excitement for this launch? It's been, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we, we got to make the first faith-based, family-friendly comedy that's going to be out in theaters May 13th called yep. Family Camp. And we, we're just excited getting it out there to people. Uh, mm -hmm. There's been a great response of people booking out theaters and, yep. you know, groups coming, you know, for a family night. So we are humbled, honored, uh, just mm -hmm. we, we can't wait to see how it all plays out. But we're very, very excited. Uh, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of work to these movies. I didn't realize it. There's a ton of work. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask you, what, what, when did you guys first, um, well, actually, let's, let's take it back a little bit, and then we'll maybe zoom up into where we are today. But um, just talk a little bit about kind of when you first both got into into comedy, when comedy became something that was, you know, was a real thing. And you're like, wow, actually, you know, people are laughing at us. And so there must be must be something to it. Oh, yeah, there is. I mean, I, I think if you ask both of us to tell our stories, we would say that even as little kids, like laughter yeah. was so important to us, important to our families. Uh, yep. But when we became friends, uh, you know, Ed and I met, he was a freshman in high school. I was a sophomore yeah. in high school and we became best buddies and a, and a whole 
a whole big part of our friendship was just laughing together and having fun. And, and the, the remaining years we had in high school together, uh, if you looked at my yearbook or Eddie's yearbook, you'd see it was signed by multiple people who don't exist. <laughs> and they were just <laughs> characters that we would play, just having fun, entertaining yeah. our friends. Uh, following high school, we started, or I guess Eddie's senior year in high school, yeah, yeah. we started helping out at our youth group at church. Uh, and, and what we'd do, our youth pastor would tell us what he was talking about that night, and we would do skits. you know. And usually we'd steal something from Saturday Night oh, Live wow. and make it Christian. Not easy to do, right, but we did it. Right. And, uh, and, and then from there, uh, it just kind of beget and beget until you, know, you fast forward the tape, and we have a, a ministry now for 30 mm-hmm. years, and we're, we yeah. travel and do shows at conferences and churches, yeah. and we make short films, and then that has led up to making this feature-length film, That's which right. we're really excited about. That's right. Awesome. And, and yeah, no, it, it's really interesting. And that was actually brings up another point I was going to mention is, well, I'm looking at you right now and you're, uh, Tommy, you have a, in your backdrop of your video, you have a laugh. And so it's something that's clearly a big part of who you are and you bring in. And I, I was thinking, you know, how do you, how do you kind of intersect faith and comedy? Um, how has that been? You mentioned kind of bringing the, the, the comedy aspect, you know, looking at SNL, uh, SNL and bringing a bring, you know, reorienting it into the kind of a, a biblical kind of faith based film. But I'm sure that's been challenging knowing that. I mean, I think a lot of our initial connotation of comedy can be kind of quite, you know, uh, maybe not the not the most family friend, family friendly. Yeah, I we. I think in the 80s, um, if you grew up in the 80s, um, whoever's listening, if you grew up in the 80s, uh, we, we, we have a, watched... a, a big audience of 80s, 80s folks here, I okay. think. No, we love <laughs> the 80s. Love you are it. our people. We, uh, I mean, and I would say in the 80s was the, uh, the, the uprise of, of comedies. Um, you know, yeah. you can look, the 70s were more the dramas, and then you look mm. at the 80s, and it was just full-on comedy. What, whatever those comedies are, whatever little subsection you want to have, there was tons of comedy. So that's what we grew up on. But yeah. we also grew up on John Hughes movies where there was like the – it was funny, 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 and then there would be like this dip, and this dip would like grab you. Like uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when – I'm watching two of the funniest people at that point in my life, you know, Steve mm-hmm. Martin and Andy doing this movie. And then the, automatically there's this dip, like John Hughes wrote these great little dips and it grabbed your heartstrings and you're kind of like, Whoa, um, that's all we've really tried to do. I think is to, uh, take, try to try to take the funny and then figure out the dips, um, you know, to where that's the heart. And then you just point it to God, you know, people will laugh. Right. Humor falls for truth to enter. So if you can get them to laugh, uh, you can get them to listen, and then you just have something worthy to say. So that's, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what we've been trying to do. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would add to that, man. Yeah, that's please. spot on. When we first started doing this in churches, like people didn't laugh, and, yeah. and there is that great challenge. Right. And and I think what it's important for people to know is like we say we are pastors more than pranksters. And both of us serve in the local church. Right. And so our humor is not about making fun of the church hmm. or God. It's it's making light of who we are as people. There's so much humor in just the human life, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so mm-hmm. we build up the church and honor God while mm-hmm. bringing humor, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so what what were some of the biggest changes then from you know you mentioned thirty years of of doing this doing this work with the skit guys and going back, but now entering into a bigger production as a lot more time intensive and a longer in duration. What were some of the biggest kind of the biggest challenges? We kind of keep it open here, but biggest changes rather, not challenges. I'll take one and you take one, Ed. Like I, I would say like over the years, if you're looking at it from that perspective, sure. Um, yeah, people thought it was disrespectful to laugh in the sanctuary. And so you would perform and people would sit stoically through the whole show. And you're thinking, this is really funny stuff. What's wrong with them? You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then after it's over, they'd be like, hey, man, that's so funny. I'll tell you what, I'm <laughs> glad you guys showed up today. And we're looking at them like, oh, okay, good. We thought you were dead. So we're glad you're not. And thanks for having yeah. us, you know? And so um, over the past, you know, 30 years, what we've seen is that people realize that, oh, humor is a tool. Humor is a gift that God gave us. So when we gather together, the auditorium, the sanctuary, whatever yeah. you want to call it, that should be one of the greatest places of joy on the planet because mm-hmm. we're gathering mm-hmm. together in the name of Jesus. And so it's been nice to see that change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyler, mm-hmm. I, I think um, I think with anything, whatever you love doing, um, there is just this there is this automatic way of just saying yes to whatever's next you know um you know like surfers look for the next wave they're out there they're catching a wave but they're always looking for the next wave and mm-hmm. i think in what we've mm-hmm. been able to do and what we get to do it's not a got to it's a get to we get right. to do this um uh we get to hopefully make god famous with our lives um yeah. and give yeah. him the credit and give him the glory um, you just keep saying yes. So first it's yes to live shows and you see those doors opening up. And then somewhere in the 2000s, churches, Tyler started using videos. Like they started installing screens and yeah. uh, using videos as segues or teaching points or sermon helps. And we just said yes to that as well. There yeah. was no, not even a concept of making a movie. Yeah. It was just, well, hey, this seems like an avenue. Let's, let's just try it and see. Sure. And most of our past 20 years at skitguys.com has been yep. video to help churches and not give away the sermon or the point, but just because we work in churches, we know what it looks like to just be an additive. And then all of a sudden, the past 15 years, faith-based movies started coming out in theaters. That was never even a concept. Hmm. Uh, it was always a, a something you'd see on a college campus, you know, come come to the you know, the student union and watch a Jesus film, you know? Uh, right, so right. the fact the past 15 years that faith-based films have been legitimized and can w- endure a few weeks, a, a month, uh, two months in a theater where people come, where believers come yeah, and yeah. Uh, pay, pay a ticket. We just started saying yes to that as well. What if, what if, what if we could do that? What would that look like? And right. so that's what we kept trying to do. Awesome. And so, yeah, can you, can you explain like in, in the movie, is there a, for each of you, is there a particular scene or a moment when you really, you really believe that God's, you know, story or God's heart was being communicated? You know, like, oh, just when you really had that, that, that sense that this is really kind of what God's heart is here, or maybe, you know, what was your more, more enjoyable scene that filming that really communicated God's story or particular aspect of, of, uh, of, of, of our faith. Yeah. Um, what you're going to see is, uh, two, two men that are kind of the odd couple, uh, yeah. that don't really get along. Um, but 
through that, they end up trying to work together, trust each other. Yeah. Um, they're, they're very competitive, which men can be. Oh, yeah. And uh, But I think along the way, they realize that they don't have a lot of friendships. And I think men can, you know, there's a quote that, uh, uh, that says men can lead lives of quiet desperation. Mm. And I think we do. Um, it's, it's hard. Yeah. We, we buddies we can we can shoot the breeze with people but when you start to get intimate with someone and intimacy is into me see when you allow someone to see the hurts and the habits and the hang-ups that's uh that's beauty and so you, you see these two men um basically kind of bear their souls uh mm-hmm. and there's one part where his character is just totally just just berating me and i say to him you know what God doesn't make junk, and and that includes me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's said through just almost an insecurity um, for my character. But yeah. that, but I think that's a, a resonating point. Whether you're, you know, uh, mom, dad, wh- whoever, uh, God doesn't make junk. Um, right. And so the hard part is we can preach that, but then to add the including me is a really hard thing because I think sometimes when we look in the mirror, we really don't like what we see. We feel like junk, even though we try to do our best not to show it. Uh, but God doesn't make junk, including you, including me. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I agree. That's one of the most powerful moments in the movie. Uh, this is a, Tyler, this is a unique movie because, you know, th- this is a movie that there is so much humor in it, but there's also some really great, God moments in it, right, you know, right. and and none of them are forced. Um, the the only person that preaches in this movie is the pastor, you know. Every right, other right. every other thing that comes out is through these very fallible people. Um, mm-hmm, Eddie's mm-hmm. character, uh, he says it so well. His character is a combination of uh, Ned Flanders and Michael Scott. Like he's got <laughs> this you know, overtly yeah. Christian yeah. Flanders thing going on, and the Flanders mustache. But then he'll say those Michael Scott things that you go, oh, no, no, that was just the inside voice. Wasn't supposed to say that out loud, you know, Uh, but he means well. My character is that everyday average guy who, in all honesty, it's not that he doesn't love the Lord. He's just really overcome with climbing the corporate ladder, trying to provide for his family Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and church and family have taken the back seat. You know, there's and there's a beautiful scene where my yeah. character, uh, where the pastor meets up with him at family camp. And just in this little conversation, he just helps my character go, oh, I'm I'm really not on the right track right now, you know? And, and while my character doesn't make a change at that point, it sets the stage of going, oh, you know, hey guys, w- where are we focused, you know? And, and one of the things I love about the fact that the, the two main characters in this movie are, are two guys right. is that most Christian movies that have come out, it is the wife who says, let's go to that movie. And they drag their husbands to the movie, you know, and the husband goes, okay, you know, right. we, we've created a movie that dads, dudes, <laughs> if I may, guys like us would like to go to yeah. this movie, you know, sure. and there's something for dads and husbands and moms and wives and kids, you know, all yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that's great. And w- one thing you mentioned, Tommy, and just was thinking about it and trying to put myself in your shoes and is, you know, you're, you're on, on set and there's all these other people that are in the cast and have these particular roles. And how have you perhaps in the interactions or just seeing how people react and respond given the scene or setting, like how have you kind of, you know, you talked about this, that we can all, there's, there's ways that we connect to each other. There's ways that we, that we connect to God. Like 
Has that, do you think pastorally now different after going through or perhaps seeing some of the different people and how they respond or react in different situations? You know, that's a great question, Tyler. Um, that, that's such a unique question and I love it. Um, not having thought through that question, because I've never thought about it before, just off the cuff, I think what I would say is, I don't know as much as is it was other um, actors or people on set, as uh. much as putting myself in as a pastor, like, I don't really get the concept of climbing the corporate ladder. You know, I've been a pastor since I was 18, you right. know? Right. And so I think if anything, putting myself in the shoes of a guy who loves his family, but can just be too busy trying to, you know, it, it's given me more grace, I think, for people that probably in the past I'd look at and go, well, that guy needs to figure it out, you know? And sure. I think now I look and go, no, that's a, that's a real mm -hmm. challenge in life, you know? And all of us can be too busy and all of us can focus on the wrong thing, you know? Uh, and, and we think we're doing it for the right reason, you know? So I think it's probably added more grace, I hope. No, that's a good response, yeah. Thank you. How, how, about, how about yourself, Ed? I, I would go in the same category as far as, you know, grace is undeserved favor, you know, un undeserved favor that, right. that God gives us. Um, I, I think, you know, I, I call it being gentle on yourself for being, being gentle with others. Um, it, it's grace. So, mm -hmm. I, I mean, yeah, I would piggyback off what he says. I think it's a very hard thing to do, especially as men, because we're fixers. We, we hear things and we want to fix it. Um, we don't ever ask our spouses when they are lamenting or emotionally mm. vomiting about We don't ever go, hey, do you want me to just listen or you want me to fix it? But if we did ask that question, most of the time you'd probably get, I just want you to listen. I don't want you to fix it. But we are such fixers, but we don't, we don't, we don't really extend gentleness mm -hmm. or grace undeserved favor to somebody else because it's a problem we got to fix it mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i i would say the exact same thing um mm -hmm. i don't know how many times a day that if i were to lay my head down at night and and maybe people listening would be in the same category that we blew through things we um we were distracted we didn't have enough margin even with our kids we tried to fix things. We checked off the list, but did we? Were we gentle on ourselves and with others? Did we extend grace? Hmm. I think we could spend the next year just on that subject alone, and we'd probably find ourselves very frustrated. But maybe at the same time, we'd become better people because we've we've stilled our soul a little bit. Be hmm. still and know that I am God. We right. would we would quiet that those monsters that just seem to rage as soon as we wake up and we get started. Right. So kind of in playing or portraying these different personas, you're like, it's almost like this exercise in grace. They're like under, trying to at least, you know, give this person a little bit more grace or compassion or undeserved, undeserved favor in yeah. seeing or at least trying to, you know, embody that, that, um, that lifestyle, right? Yeah. It's interesting. That's so. interesting. Well, just wanted to know kind of what what is what is a what is a hope for viewers for, you know, after they watch this, what is the hope that you have of viewers can kind of walk away with, you know, once they, once they watch the movie. I think that's, you just said the word hope. Um, everything that we do, Tyler, mm -hmm. in any of our little uh, mini movies that churches use and, and including this movie, like mm -hmm. we call the things that we do for churches, mini movies, which really are just videos. And, and then we have this movie family camp. 
Um, what you will find across the board, our secret sauce is this humor, heart and him, God. Um, but then you said the greatest H word right there, hope. We really do believe families need some hope. We need a chance to go out together yeah. uh, as grandma and grandpas, bring, bring everybody and let's, let's instill some hope. Let's laugh together. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. get to, as you walk out those doors of a movie theater, you get to be the hero, which is another H word. Um, meaning, Very nice alliteration. That's great. Do you like that? That's good. Yeah. You're, you're a pastor, I can tell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a poem coming at the end. That's right. That's right. I'll wrap it up with with an invitation. Uh, (laughs) But uh, families get you. You're going to hear some God moments. You're going to you get to be the hero as you get in your cars and there's lines being quoted and and the kids have had fun or maybe even your teenager that kind of scoffed at it. But he had a good time. Um, And God moments are going to pop up and you get to be the facilitator of that hope Hmm. and and, and that's a beautiful thing that a movie could do that for you and for your family. So that, that's our hope. That's our, that's our goal. Yeah. I, I'll add another H word, Tyler, uh, and that's healing. Like I, we really do hope and pray that God is going to use this movie. Not, not, I mean, it's going to be fun and there's going to be lots of laughs, but we really do hope that there's people that look back and go, you know, healing started in our family when yeah. we went and saw yeah. that together and started talking about some things. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. And I know that this is going to be uh, incredibly valuable and there, there will be those moments for a lot of families who have, who have been struggling, to be honest, you know, and we know that this is, it's been a challenge. There's been a lot of challenges within the family and I hope that this brings some restoration, healing, hope, um, and, and all that, all just the good news of Christ as well. So gentlemen, thanks for, for joining me. Where can we find you kind of, you know, watch, watch the movie, give us all the all those details as we kind of all right. part if ways. You, if you want to check out Skit Guys stuff, you can go to skitguys.tv and yeah. there's free videos there. We've got a podcast, all sorts of great things. For the movie, uh, you can go to familycampmovie.com and we would just say, hey, it opens up May 13th. That is Friday the 13th after Mother's Day. So, gentlemen, if you're looking for a gift for your wife for Mother's Day, get her tickets to the movie that mm-hmm. weekend. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. It's been a, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks for the time. Tyler, thanks for having us. Thank you.